What's up guys and welcome back to my channel. If you're listening on the podcast, then welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have a little chat with you today. The topic I wanted to cover was modern Western medicine versus holistic health. That's something I get asked about quite often as a nutritionist because they say like, oh, what's the difference between normal nutrition and holistic nutrition? The way I kind of like to explain it to people is holistic health is looking into the root cause instead of just putting a plaster on it, basically. And with all the documentaries I looked at, especially when going plant-based and seeing about everything, how it affects our health, obviously they don't make money off healthy people. So they just prescribe you pills, they give you operations, they never say... Like I was even at a promo job in Brisbane recently selling raffle tickets and this guy wasn't in very good shape. He was a bit of an older man and he was like, oh, I've got to go get the surgery. They're putting stints in all of his arteries, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you know, you can at least help the situation and sometimes reverse that kind of thing with diet. And he just changed the subject straight away. Like, oh, no, no. Like, my brother had it too. And he was just sitting there eating... I've seen quite a few of them do it. They're just eating pub food, deep fried chips and sausages and packet biscuits the whole time and lots of beer. And people kind of think that's their destiny and it might run in the family because your lifestyle runs in the family and your diet runs in the family. But you can actually fix so many things through food alone. So that's why I'm interested in it because there's such a disconnect with our world when it comes to our health and actually getting better. And what I wanted to cover today was to go into a little bit of the health issues I've experienced over the last two months post the WBFF bodybuilding show. I think because I was in such a there's so many things that can contribute towards it. I've been doing all this research on how when we finally feel safe, suddenly we can feel absolutely exhausted because we've been living in hyperdrive mode with our adrenals going crazy and walk, walking on eggshells for literally years. And if you haven't looked at my last video yet, I go into literally the hardest times of my life I've had since being in Australia and it has not been easy. So after coming out of years and years of being in hyperdrive mode, absolute survival mode, you're getting kicked out, you have no friends, you have no car, you have a job that gives you 10 hours a week that barely covers rent, you're living in a place where it's like not really your ideal place to get clients for your business, you're stressing about losing the love of your life all the time, you're stressing about the girls they're messaging, all the time which really affects your self-worth and wondering why you're not enough like so much stuff and then moving to another property where you're this all this um all these things to navigate in the household and stepping on each other's toes and everyone's trauma is coming together and just you're walking on eggshells all the time and after years this is the first time i've stopped and like I started my degree when I was 17. I had three jobs right out of school. I've always been the kind of person that's had three jobs at once. I've done seven or eight years of hospitality serving 800 people dinners with like a tie that's strangling your neck, carrying 12 plates on one arm with all their food scraps and all the cutlery. I have worked so hard. I started like four businesses by age 24 and I've just been doing it 
on my own this whole time and then yeah moving into that household and then I prepped for a show last year that I didn't do because of financial reasons it's a huge commitment and also I just wasn't really well my mind wasn't in the right space I kept getting UTIs that went to my kidneys and kept going to hospital and kept falling out of my exercise routine and just wasn't on top of my diet because of my mental health so having that like restrictive thing and then actually doing the show this year prepping for yeah it's like 20 weeks out you start you do like yeah usually a 14 to six uh yes maybe 16 to 20 week cut depending on how if you want to like have it slow and steady or do it for a less amount of time but having that goal in your mind non-stop until the show's done and then once that was over i was like wow I've got free reign for the rest of the year. I literally have no plans. Like I want to launch another program, launch the app, but like I've got free reign to do anything I want. <laughs> and we don't often get that chance much in our lifetime. So I've been doing research on how, yeah, when we finally feel safe, I'm in a very loving relationship with very calm communication, no flatmates, house to myself. And I, I think with also the show, like restricting your food for so long and coming out of that place of restrictive mindset and trying to push yourself with exercise and stuff all the time. It was just like, whoa, I was just exhausted for like one or two months. And also with having less food as well, especially being plant-based, that can affect your actual nutrient levels in your body because you're not taking in as much food to sustain yourself and months of doing that can uh, make you low in certain nutrients as well. So yeah, I've been doing lots of research on how yeah, when we're actually in a good place, we can actually feel tired for a while because of all of these external factors. But I had about one and a half weeks where I just felt like I was going to pass out non-stop. Like it felt like a constant blood sugar low. I got up to go to the toilet and fell to the ground. I would get up to make coffee and I was like leaning on the bench and I was like, whoa, I just feel like my brain is like not connected right now and like kept pulling me to the ground and dizzy. I could barely look at my phone. And I'd gotten a script thing from the doctor to go and get a blood test. And I hate needles in my veins. Like I've got my first tattoo, got piercings, which I've got to work myself up to get for months. But like anything in my veins, I will have nightmares. I've almost been kicked out of emergency and hospital. They're like, if you won't let us help you, you're going to have to go home. And I've, <laughs> there's been like five nurses there <laughs> holding me down at 2am screaming the place down when everyone's in emergency like trying to sleep or get emergency medical care and I'm like ah! <laughs> and I think because I get so tense it oh it bruises my whole arm like from there to there which is the reason I just don't do it and a few years ago I got a little scanner that shows all the nutrients in your body it shows the how your emotions are affecting your organs and it shows food intolerances. It shows your connection to the earth. Like, so much stuff. And people say that that's not accurate because, yeah, a blood test shows, oh, your iron is out by this much. But the reason I like it is because it gives you a way bigger idea. And when I first got the scanner, so I need to go through Energetic Healer and Sunshine Coast. And I used to outsource that once I had 
one-on-one clients as well so they would come for the session with me I would offer the nutrition support and then we'd hop on the call they'll do the scan and she would offer the support with the energetic scan the first time we ever got one done she knew nothing about me she has no idea who I am doesn't have me on social media and she said oh are you going through a breakup right now and I was like how do you know and it's because my literal heart was affected and showed that it's like out of calibration kind of thing and it won't show exact amounts but it'll just show like these nutrients need urgent attention with like an orange light or red light showing how bad it is or green or yellow is fine so I want to do another video on that whole thing as a whole like how our actual emotions affect our organs if you struggle to stand up for yourself it can create thyroid issues in the future in your throat because you're struggling to have a voice it's literally so powerful and everything is connected but when I was going through this thing I felt like I was gonna pass out I was like okay I've got to go get this blood test because I don't have a choice like I need answers so I go in there I was so out of it that I didn't even cry it's actually the best blood test I've ever had the ladies were lovely uh, then I went back for the results they only check for iron B12 vitamin D liver kidney function and thyroid so that's why I don't believe in it because like what about every other nutrient in your body and when I was at the doctors, I said, hey, can I just pay for a full scan of everything? Like, if it's $500 or what? Like, because you need to get tests done, like, once a year or every eight months. Just as preventative measures and just to make sure you're even taking the right vitamins. And they said, oh, no, we don't offer that unless you're a bariatric surgery patient. So, you literally can't even ask for a full check, even if you pay. And I don't know if it's my hormones because I've been having quite bad fatigue I went off the pill a year ago I have really bad periods that are quite unbearable I was actually screaming in here about two weeks ago in the middle of the day no one was home and I was actually screaming like the neighbors would have heard me because the pain was so bad and I was like oh well can I get some kind of hormone check as part of that just to see where everything's at because I don't know what's wrong and they're like, oh no, we don't offer that for people of a childbearing age because it just shows normal. Like, it, they won't, you can't get your hormones checked to see if anything's out of balance unless you've been through menopause. So I'm like, okay. So I go to get the results and good news is everything is fine. I do take iron supplements, not every night, probably half the week when I remember when I have a big meal at night, I remember to take the supplements because sometimes they can make you feel sick with the B vitamins and stuff. I take yeah b12 i take a few other things so good news is everything is in normal range but this man he's like yeah everything's fine and i'm like okay well why do i feel like i'm gonna pass out for a week and a half i do promo jobs usually once a week but on that particular week i had two so one on the wednesday one on the friday i had to stay in bed the whole day just to get enough energy to get up and do a job for three hours and come home and go straight back to bed so i said well why do I feel like I'm going to pass out for a week and a half non-stop? Like a giant blood sugar low. And he was like, oh, well, everything's fine. You might have depression. And I'm like, that, that's got nothing to do with it. I am going to a psychiatrist to see if I have ADHD and PMDD, which stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is basically just like extreme PMS. So before my time of month, my mood can drop so low that it's extremely dark thoughts, extreme anger, 
blah, blah, blah. And then like a couple of days into my period, I wake up and I'm like, wow, what an amazing life. I'm so excited for my future. It's like two opposite ends of the spectrum. So yes, my mood has been affected, but it's not all the time. And I'm a big believer that, yeah, like it can come in stages. Like you can have a depressive stage, but it doesn't stay like that for a long time. And often, or usually is in time with my hormones. So yeah, he's just like, no, everything's fine. And you might have depression. But uh, so I said, is there anything else I can do to support my energy levels or anything else I can look into further to help my health? And he's like, no. And I just came home so upset. So even though everything's fine, what's the answer then? It makes me feel crazy. Like I don't just lie in bed for no reason kind of thing. And I'm better now, luckily. But I saw another girl post on her story who is also a bodybuilding competitor and she put on her story like, oh, I've been feeling really fatigued lately. Like things aren't quite right. So I go into the doctor to get some bloods done just to make sure. And then she posted the next day like, oh yeah, everything's fine. Back to normal. And it's like, well, you're not because you know within yourself that something's up. So what is it? And the doctors just obviously said to her like, you're fine. It's not fine. We know our bodies and it makes you feel crazy. Like you're making stuff up. And why do they not refer you on to anything or ask you other questions or send you to some kind of specialist or help you actually get to the bottom of the problem? Now, in saying all that, I'm not against doctors as a whole. Obviously, there is a place and time. And if I do have ADHD or something like that, that the psychiatrist figures out, I will be open to medication as well. Like I do a lot of natural healing, like turmeric for anti-inflammatory stuff, blah, blah, blah. But that last period I just had, nothing worked. Even strong painkillers specifically designed for periods, it felt like nothing. I was having eight painkillers a day. I was putting uh, this period turmeric supplement in my smoothie, like so many different things and it was not doing anything. So it's not to say that doctors aren't helpful and they don't know how to do their job. It's just that they're taught a certain way and they're not taught to look into anything, especially nutrition or anything holistic. People are quite against naturopaths. I've heard bad things because they say, oh, I went to a naturopath. They just prescribed me $500 worth of supplements and it did nothing. So I guess it can all depend on who you go to, but they do have different ways of testing things and looking into things that modern medicine don't know about or it's just not part of their care plan. Another thing with periods as well is I listened to this really crazy podcast where they said the pain of your period can literally be as a result of the stress you had in your life three months ago. And I think that's because maybe when the egg is made or something, but they did this big explanation with this hormone expert. And something that happened three months ago in your life, so much can change in a quarter of a year, that will affect your period now. So... <laughs> There's even so much things to look into like that, like even managing stress in your life. One of the times back in the day, I actually went to hospital because the pain was so bad, I couldn't bear it. And they, the nurse was actually really lovely, that one. She asked me if I was going through anything stressful in my life and it was lots of relationship stuff and stress around business and people pleasing and everything like that. And she said, even stress can heighten the pain of your period. So, so much of it can even be mental, like 
taking the time out to just give yourself those few days, have a bath, just like let yourself off the hook and just be and just make those the days where you step into your feminine energy and take the pressure off kind of thing. If you're in a place to do that to the best of your ability. I know we've got work commitments and family commitments, but just doing it the best you can. So even stress and everything can have such a huge impact on our pain levels and how badly things affect us. The next part of this video and podcast I wanted to touch on was a very different energy healing session. It's kind of like chakra healing, but it's this whole thing on its own. I've been having really bad rage to the point I couldn't leave, I couldn't be in public. I was seething. I was so angry and my boyfriend would message me in the middle of the day like oh hey how are you doing and I'm like I'm just so angry do not f with me I don't know what it is and I was just walking around the house swearing doing the washing I went to the shopping center to pick up some hot chocolate and if someone would actually cut in front of me I'm like the just start swearing to myself I hopped in the car to leave and there was an old lady packing her bags in the car with her groceries and the car in front of me had stopped because the trolley was in the way. That is literally a fine situation. It's an old lady just trying to pack the car and because I had to wait for two seconds, I lo I had a mental breakdown. It's weird even saying that public on here. I just honestly couldn't control it. I'm like, are they gonna fucking get out of the way? And I started revving the engine like, rah, rah, like beeping the horn, extreme road rage, not even just beep, like holding it down. And then like they managed to like just go around and I pulled out into the highway. I was like, skidded out, burst into tears and cried for like 40 minutes the whole way home. Like, ah! <laughs> like out of nowhere, I, uh, <laughs> like it's not a reason to be angry or lose your shit. And I just couldn't be in public. I was just so mad at nothing. And my friend messaged me and said she's come across this guy who does this energy healing sessions. And he apparently can look at a photo of someone and see what is wrong inside their body. So to the average person on the street, they'd be like, oh, whatever. It's so silly. And me, a few years ago, before I was more open-minded, I'd be like, oh, that's impossible. How do you do that? So I took, she said, he just needs a photo from your weight or like your hips up. So I just took a photo, sent it. A week later, they got back to me. He has no idea who I am. He has no idea that I've been experiencing that much rage. It also got to the point, I don't even know why I'm telling you guys, but I was so angry that... The cordless vacuum, the battery is broken for some reason, so I had to use the vacuum with the cord. And then as I was moving through the house, the cord came out of the wall and I was like swearing. And then it happened a second time, I just tried to move the vacuum and the cord fell out once I got too far. <laughs> People think of me as this soft, sweet girl, like I'm very soft-natured. I literally grabbed the metal stack and I was like, you fucking piece of shit, you fucking piece of shit, and started slamming it on the ground like this inner demon released to the point I broke it. The actual metal pole is bent, it's unusable. The motor broke down a day after that from like overheating or something. It's unusable because you can't put the floor attachment on. I literally broke the vacuum because the plug came out of the wall. That is not, not a reason to lose your shit. So something has been wrong. Like, it's, yeah, it's actually, it was out of control. So he has no idea that I'd been experiencing extreme rage. He has 
no idea who I am, doesn't follow me on social media, doesn't know what I've been through, anything about me, don't even know if he knew my name. He just got shown a picture, she sends me through this list, and he sends back this photo of like a volcano looking demon. And yeah, he said there's like a rage monster demon living inside my chest. And he just said like the light is out of my eyes. Like usually my eyes are shining, but they look dull. And then he said like a few other things. So I could go in for this energy clearing session for an hour and a half. So I said yes. I thought why not give it a go. And just the way he spoke. I just want to be in his energy one day if I see him again. And just listen to him talking about the world because I've never heard anyone talk like that before and it is very alternative. He said he kind of sees people as entities like animals and he can see like creatures and animals and things inside our body. I've never heard anyone speak like this and I'm thinking maybe in the future I could get him on the podcast to kind of talk about it but it is very woo-woo like to the average person they would just think it's silly but I just get proven over and over again like there's so much more to health and the world that we see so he even just from the bat he's he was saying like when people kill something without its permission we can take on that thing's issues. So he's heard stories of like where a man killed a cow and the cow had a sore leg and then suddenly the guy just has a sore leg out of the blue. And different stories like that where like a girl, her dog had to get put down and she didn't want it to be and then she got eczema and the dog had eczema but she had never had eczema before until the dog died. Just like lots of random stuff like that. So he pulls out these big like crystal wands, he weaves them, um, yeah, like he makes his own kind of healing things. And he goes through your body and like runs it up and down to see kind of what's going on. And first thing he asked me is, have you put a curse on anyone? And I was like, well, not a curse, but there's three people that... <laughs> I have very strong negative feelings towards. Um, if you listen to my last video, <laughs> after all that stuff I went through. So, not that I'm cursing them, but because I feel anger towards them every single day, that actually manifests inside your body. And it's three people, it's not just one. So, even just things like that, like doctors would never ask you a question like that. And yeah, he just said you really need to find peace within yourself so that you're not carrying this rage around every day because that creates literal disease in our body, having negative thoughts and thinking of anger and thinking about how much someone has hurt you and effed you over, blah, blah, blah. Like it actually manifests in our physical body in a negative way. It's crazy. And then, yeah, he went through all the stuff. He said there was that rage demon in there. I've got extreme neck issues ever since new year's it's been so bunched up if i literally push in here i get a migraine it's so knotted up and like nothing seems to fix it no amount of massage or dry needling or anything and he said there's like literally been this creature in there that like swears every day and he has no idea that i have neck problems he was just running the wand around and stopped there and like asked if i have pain there and i do and yeah we just had this session and I actually don't even know about chakras I don't even know which chakra is which but he said all my chakras were blocked apart from the crown chakra and he's only ever seen that on one other person before 
So of course, with your energy flow, nothing is flowing, everything is blocked up. So we did a lot of work around that. And then for anyone that thinks like it's just silly and not real, well, I got up from the session and I had to go to a promo job straight after and I was dizzy. Energy work is weird and I'm still learning about it. I've had kinesiology twice and that's the first time I've kind of like learned to feel energy. And I was dizzy. They said I need to be careful driving as well. And the whole first half of my shift, like one and a half hours, I was like, whoa, like trying to take drink orders and just felt, it's like you feel a bit drunk and just really out of your mind. So that was really weird. But yeah, they said that I should start to feel better now that everything's cleared out and you did all this deep inner work, blah, blah, blah. Um, my whole body was covered in like this netting that felt trapped, blah, blah, blah. And all the things he described was things that I've actually been going through, even though he knew nothing about me. So it was just a really, really interesting take on really comparing the difference that the doctors had versus some alternative healer that's so in touch with the earth and in touch with this other realm of things that go on that we don't see as humans like the average person doesn't realize is happening so to finish up i just wanted to touch on my brand new program that i am launching when i went plant-based i used to have extreme bloating and digestive issues i would be on the couch feeling pregnant like my organs were going to burst out of my stomach and I just didn't know what was causing it like I would go to hospital crying in pain and then they'll just tell me that it's my colon or my intestines but they never said like have you looked into gluten sensitivity have you looked into dairy 70% of the world are lactose intolerant and we drink it every day like it's such a normalized thing but most people like we don't we can't break it down. And there's so many things like the quality of our food as well. And I really like to emphasize that even if you're sensitive to gluten, it doesn't mean you can't have gluten ever. Like over time I've learned about the quality of different breads and stuff. And like I've swapped out pasta to chickpea pasta, which is gluten-free and also higher in protein. And with bread, I do eat gluten-free bread, but you can also have sourdough because it's fermented and that makes it easier for you to digest. And I can still have like a pita bread with lots of filling and a nice salad, even though it's got wheat. So it doesn't mean you can never have gluten again. And same as milk, like I always like to say, yeah, like you don't have to be so rigid with things. I always just like to swap out the bigger items. So I swapped out milk for a plant-based milk. And when I make macaroni cheese, I just use soy milk and nutritional yeast, which is also super fast and easy. There's so many things you can do like that, but if there's a smidgen of milk and something, like I'm not worried just about small amounts. So I wanna teach people just like simple swaps you can do to really help your digestion and bloating because when you go to the doctor, like they don't ask anything about your life. So I've created a seven day program that I'm gonna be launching on the 17th of July. It only goes for seven days and this round it's only $10 a day. I'm not going to be launching it for that price point again if I host it again in the future. So I wanted to make it super accessible and I'll be sharing some recipes that help with your digestive healing journey as well. And each day we'll just go through a different module about how to look into what's actually the cause of this pain so you don't have to live with it. When I used to work at a health store, like a man would come in and he's like, oh, what pills do you have for digestion and bloating? So I'd say, oh, have you looked into gluten and dairy? Do you know if you're sensitive or intolerant to anything? And they're like, 
like, oh no, no, I don't want to know about that. And I think it's because they don't want to get judged from their friends if they're dining out or they think that an alternative diet would be gross and they like to keep eating the foods they love. I don't know what it is, but like you don't have to live in pain every day. And I feel like people have started to normalize it. They put online and say like, oh, it's normal for you to be bloated, blah, blah, blah. And it's not normal. Like, yes, your tummy will be fuller after a meal or if it's our time of month, like our uterus will be swollen. But like you don't have to live with the pain of bloating and having digestive issues every single day. It comes to the source of your, how you're fueling your body, your stress, your sleep, so many different things and how you're building your plate. Eating enough fiber to help things move through your system quickly. So that is very exciting. So only a couple of weeks left to sign up. You can find all the information for that in the description below. And if you're listening to this episode at a later date, you can download my free body recomp handbook, which is a free ebook that I've made that will get you signed up to my email list. And next time I host a program, you'll be the first to know. So all of that will be in the description below. If you want to hear more videos and episodes like this, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate your time and stay tuned for next week. Thank you.